Hi, and welcome to the Fem Factor podcast. We are your co-hosts, Dr. Laura and Dr. Nicole. This is a place for women just like you desiring to learn, be inspired, and find community. We'll be discussing everything from health, longevity, and aging, to mindset, high performance, and cycle syncing, to intuition and healing physically, emotionally, and spiritually. All from a lens that is based both upon the latest health research and feminine energetics. Blending equal parts scientific evidence and inner wisdom, we invite you to elevate your biology, empower your intuition, and embody your magic. Welcome back to the Femme Factor Podcast. Nicole and I are so excited to welcome our guest for today, my personal styling fairy godmother and style expert, Dulce Badillo. She is an incredible human being who really helps women step into their higher selves and get more confident in dressing in a way that lets them really show up as your best self. I'll share more about my experience with her because it was a total game changer for me, but Dulce, we are so excited to have you on today and I cannot wait for our audience to learn more from you about styling. Hello ladies and thank you so much for having me. Um, such an honor to be here and yes, um, it has been so much fun working with you. So we always love to hear about the journey that you have been on that has brought you to this point in life. And so not everyone, I would imagine, decides to be a stylist and in such a way that you have helped so many women really almost step into like a a new archetype from the ones that I have talked to who have worked with you. And so could you tell us a little bit about what started you on this path, what inspiration you had, or maybe it was, you know, a a personal story that had a big impact with fashion and styling. Yeah. We want to hear all the, all the things about your journey. Um, well, it originally started with, um, you know, I went to school for psychology, like psychology has always been a huge part of like how things worked. Why do we think the way we think? Why do we do the things we do? And um, my interest for that, like I studied psychology, I was started working for a psychologist. And I realized um, that the office life and and that kind of like work style wasn't for me. I, I, I was never happy. I always like change. I always want things to be um, I get bored really easy. And I, I think that's like a Gemini trait. I don't, I don't know, but I just like ever changing things ever since I was little. Um, and fashion has always been one of the, one of those passions of mine since high school. Like I used to thrift shop. I used to style my mom, my sisters, when they wanted to go to events that I would go shopping with them. Um, even like my boyfriend's moms, like it was just like one of the things that just came very naturally to me. And, um, when I studied psychology, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to quit. I'm bored. And I really would just want to go work at a, at a, one of my favorite stores. I think I started working, um, in my early twenties, like, I think I was 21 and I started working at BCBG and, um, you know, the clothes was popping back in the day at BCBG. Like that was like the store to work at. I wanted the discount. I got 75% off. And, um, it was a good discount and I just loved it. And I, I think a lot of people think that I was like working backwards. Cause I'm like, why would you go work retail? Um, but I was happy that way. Like I loved working with people and I love, um, and I really loved just styling. Like, I just really loved the styling aspect of it. And so, um, as time went on, I realized that when women would get dressed up, if they were going through something or if they were going to like an event or they were going through something in life, I saw how, what a different, what a difference it made in their lives when they would step into this dress or in this new outfit and and how it would change just the way they view themselves and their whole, even their whole personality and the way that it walked. And so I kind of merged psychology and style together and through time and evolution, I, I worked at many different retail stores and I worked in every part of it. I worked in the visual aspect and the buying aspect, 
um, in like, just name it. And I was in it. Um, I worked every side. I even owned a boutique, but then when it really came down to what I wanted to do, I'm like, this is exactly what I'm good at. This is like my zone of genius. And I actually love it. I love, I love helping women find that next level version of their themselves. And I realized that it was something that I practice in my life always. When I was feeling down, when I was going through something rough, I knew that if I changed the way that I felt by how I looked, and if I made a difference in my, my outer appearance, I knew that it was going to reflect on my inside. And so I wanted to share that with the world. And my friends would always tell me like, Hey, Dulce, why don't you just start your styling business? Why don't you help women glow up? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And so after so many years, I'm like, why am I fighting this? Like, let's, let's just go for it. And, um, here I am in, um, I started my styling business and I quit retail and it was always something I did on the side, but like, I'm doing it full time. It's, it's what I do. And, um, it has been a life changer and it has changed women's lives. And it, it makes it, I don't, I don't know how women like, like we make the world go round and everything in fashion and in makeup and in beauty and in style and in energy is, is what kind of like, you know, does moves everything like men are attracted to that women are attracted to that we are all just striving towards the same goal of looking good and feeling good so it makes sense <laughs> yeah I mean we've all been in that room where we see that person you know that woman who walks in so confidently she's got the killer outfit and we're all like I want to be around that person their energy and like you don't always think about it like okay, yes, it's a great outfit, but the outfit is allowing who she is internally to come out more. It's also this creative expression. And I know through my own experience working with you, like I didn't grow up like learning about fashion. It was not like a high value in, in my family or where I grew up. Um, and I, I admit, like, I just didn't know about stuff and I'd see people with cool outfits. I'm like, how do they know to like put this stuff together? Like, I, I don't have time for this, whatever. And it was like this story in my head that it was, it was like, I don't, I don't have time to worry about clothes. Like who cares about that? And then I have this experience with you, which actually didn't start with buying clothes. It started with looking at my closet. And I think we took out like eight bags of clothes that I had been like, carrying with me not wearing and I was so surprised at how emotional that was like mm -hmm. looking at these clothes that I'd been carrying with me and I'm like holy crap who would have thought like a, a piece of fabric is holding me back but it totally is I'm looking at this piece of clothing and thinking about this terrible time in my life or or something like that and it's I don't feel great about wearing it so I have a closet full of clothes but I'm wearing the same five things and I didn't realize how, how that was not setting me up for success during the, like from the time I got up in the morning, cause you open your closet and you're like, oh, I have nothing to wear, like full of stuff, but nothing, nothing to wear, nothing that makes me feel good. So there was this whole unexpected emotional experience in looking at image at personal styling. And I think you do a really good job of helping women understand like, this is not some superficial thing. Like this is really deeply bringing out who you are, like that higher self, that full potential. And it gets to be fun. It doesn't have to be this thing that breaks the bank, mm -hmm. but if you learn how to dress in a way that just makes you feel amazing inside and out, it just completely changes how you show up, which I, I think that was definitely new for me. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize about clothing about style like it's more than just the price tag it's it's really about figuring out like how do I show who I am in this really cool way and and let her the inner her shine uh, in a really beautiful way I love I love that um I'm just gonna say really quick sorry you guys I'm gonna plug my laptop because it's saying that it's gonna die one moment you go been there at yours that we're good <laughs> I did charge it for this <laughs> oh shoot I have to move my desk a little bit hold on oh I see your little dog on the couch hi buddy oh, cool. 
make sure it's charging. Okay, I think it's charging now. We'll keep it made our... a noise. Normally, okay, it's charging now. <laughs> cool. Okay, we'll edit that section out. Thank you guys. Yeah, of course. Can you guys still see me okay? Cause like my screen went, okay, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love that you said that about feeling emotional, um, about letting go of the, their letting go of clothes. We did let go of so many clothes and you'd be surprised how much that happens when I go to people's houses. Um, we hold on to things that carry emotions that carry memories and parts of ourselves that we want to hold on, but we don't for whatever reasons. And we do that in life with a lot of things. Um, but it's, it happens all the time. It's so it's something that we're not aware of. I do it even myself. It's something that I'm not aware of. And, and when you let go of those things, you're able to start like this new version of yourself. You're able to let go of that energy that's kind of holding you back, you know, because I mean, we'll have things, people will have things in their closet from like college and even high school and things that don't, don't even fit them anymore. And then they'll say like, oh my gosh, I'm just waiting to like fit into those pants again. And like, that's never going to happen because you're no longer that person anymore we're a whole new level of like this elevated and mature and smarter. And so we want to start heading towards that direction. And, and that's very normal. That happens all the time. And it is more than just physical and this like, you know, surface level thing. It really does make an impact on every part of your life in your business in how you show up for yourself, in the person that you are becoming, and in how you are going to be this representation of that future version of yourself. And I saw that switch happen with you, Laura, like, like, and like in the past years, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like you have literally become this like whole new person. And when I see you online, like, I'm just in awe with you because it, like you making those changes and changing that energy and really stepping into that next level version of you demands just to start fresh and to start new and to discover these new parts of yourself. It's like learning who you are and, and learning the things that fit you and look best on you. When we're younger, like we really don't know. We really don't know what our, what our interests are and who we really are. We're really just trying to figure that out. And so we're dressing based on what everybody else is doing. We're so focused on fitting in and just looking like everybody else. But as we start to get older and especially in this age that we're in, like we're, we are really becoming really comfortable in our skin. And we're really trying to represent a version of ourselves that is like honors ourselves. We're not dressing to impress, first of all, men, and we're not dressing to impress, you know, others we're dressing to feel good and to represent the best version of ourselves. And it takes time to get there. It really takes time because a lot of us, when we're growing up, we just want to fit in. And we're not, we're not, be, we're not being true to ourselves. So I always say it takes practice to become the best version of you. It takes practice to learn style. It, it takes practice to um, really just get to know yourself, like just dating yourself and knowing what, what works and what colors and what styles feel good on your body. So it is a whole process. It is a whole process of self-discovery. I would even take that further that it's a radical act of rebellion and expression because going, um, just talking a little bit about how you were saying stepping into your higher self and who you're becoming. And it just really tapped in. And I haven't 
thought about this very much in a long time, but I was raised in a high control religion, a cult where you had to dress very conservatively. Um, and then I went, I left that. And then I went straight into academia for nine years. And that is like another thing where you're like in suits, you have to dress a certain way and it's very controlled, even though no one's saying it, like you're definitely under these rules. And recently I was in a group of women and we have had all left high control religions from all from a cult that I was in to evangelical Christianity. And what was so interesting is what came up some of the women in the group, their act of rebellion, quote unquote, or deconstructing their faith was showing up in a tank top or showing up in a, um, in a shirt that was a little bit sheer that made them feel sexy and powerful and like a little bit scared even because this was really like standing up against the patriarchy standing up against these religious institutions standing up against what we had all been raised with this certain way to believe is good and bad and yet putting on like I'm, I have goosebumps just talking about because putting on a piece of clothing and I'm not talking like we're going to a BDSM dungeon but types of clothing you know what I mean like there's that whole thing too we could get into but but I mean just a simple sleeveless shirt as a act of rebellion and that was so so powerful to me and to these women and that's why I think what you're doing like Laura said isn't superficial it's not frivolous it is really being able to expand ourselves to learn who we are our desires what we want, how playful one even wanted a tutu. Like when she was little, she always wanted to have a ballet tutu and never oh. could. And now she's 60 and she was wearing her fucking pink tutu. And it that. was awesome. You know, yes. it was incredible. And so anyways, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent in that part, but, but, but yeah, we, there are so many ways, so many avenues to empowering women, whether that comes from what we wear to how we think to what we're feeling to putting ourselves first instead of last and I just think to have this discussion in its entirety on such a holistic mm -hmm. level is is so important I love that it is it is a form of rebellion because now that you're an adult and you, you get to dress however you want you know when you're buying your clothes you get to to really express your your true self and your uniqueness and we're all so different and we're all so unique and all, all of our features are all you know what I have and what Laura have and what you have we're, we all have our own different quirks that are that we love about ourselves and so it is a form of of rebellion or and and self-love and I could I can totally imagine my family was very Christian when we were young and so we couldn't polish our nails and we had to wear long skirts and we couldn't cut our hair so when my mom separated from my dad um polishing our nails was like oh my gosh like freedom you know a sense of like oh wow I can be myself and it I I I can relate too much, so much to that because it was a sense of self-discovery and freedom and rebellion and, and really just getting to be exactly who you are. And it is, there's this healing aspect of it. It is holistic and it does something to you internally that, that how it's, is, it is very healing, you know, just thinking about, you know, decades and years and, how women were treated back in the days. It's like, we have been so suppressed that like now we get to really express who we are and be in our fullest self-discovery. So I really love that. Yeah. And I, that reminds me of something that, you know, when I think about my journey with you into personal styling is it, it made me realize how many like learned thoughts and preconceived notions I had about what women should and shouldn't wear that weren't my own. 
it was just things I heard growing up. And I'm like, oh, women, you know, I grew up in Catholic schools. I remember kneeling outside of homeroom so that our teachers would measure to make sure our skirts weren't more than an inch off the ground. Like, I don't think they do that anymore. At least I hope not. But like, what a message to send young people, like women's bodies are shameful, cover it up, things like that. And I, you know, something as simple as, especially being in Arizona now, like, I'm sorry, it's a hundred degrees. Like if I want to wear a great set of pants and a crop top and like feel good, not be hot and sweaty and like show off my body that I love for me, there's nothing wrong with that. And if, if other people have a problem with that, that's not, that's not mine to hold where up until a few years ago, I thought that that was my problem. I was like, well, I can't wear certain things because it might offend this person or that person might be uncomfortable. And just like, what a, what a sad way. Like if I had kept going through my life that way, like so worried about what other people would think about what I was wearing and if it's appropriate or not. And if that color looks good on me and, uh, just it's just crazy that it took me until my mid-30s to start to learn like oh maybe those aren't the thoughts I should have around clothes and I should wear things that make me happy and complement my complexion and my hair and uh I think that was something that you you joked about you and, and Katie was there too I remember assisting mm -hmm. yeah uh, my my New York closet was all black and gray and dark blue and you're yes. like oh, friend we gotta we gotta get some color in your life um my closet is much happier now. It's more like a Skittles bag, uh, yes. but it, it just made me think like there's, there's so many deeper meanings to women looking into expression through style and stepping into these and realizing just how much, I, I don't think men have the same experience all the time of worrying about what we wear in terms of other people versus ourselves. Um, so that's been a very freeing part of, of my experience. So I, I want to ask you for people who are listening and maybe some of our listeners have worked with a stylist or, or just love clothing, but maybe others aren't. And if this is giving them permission to start that journey, like where do you think people should start if they're, if they're getting curious about their style and okay, well, what, what can I wear and how do I start this journey of, of using clothes, clothing and style and to, to express more of who I am, to make me feel more confident because um, as someone who doesn't know anything about clothes, it was always very overwhelming for me. Like, oh, do I do I Google like what's in fashion summer twenty <laughs> and like how to figure that out? So like, where do where do you start with people on this journey? I think I'm gonna be really honest with you. I feel like this starts internally, um, as women and and working with so many women throughout the years. The number one thing that I see is the struggle with our own very own bodies and how we talk about our bodies and the way we look at ourselves and we can be in you know in a really good position you know maybe we're not exercising like we want to or maybe we're working too much and we may not feel good but every year every time you look back like 10 years from now and you see how young and how skinny you were and you're like oh only only if i wish i knew how good i had it then i would i would i've showed up differently and I'm saying this to everyone right now is that moment is right now. This is, this is all we have is the present moment and understanding that we can show up and we can dress and we can really be that person in this very moment. We don't have to wait to lose weight. We don't have to wait till we get to a certain point. Cause you know, one of the things that holds people back from hiring me is like, I want to hire you, but I'm just waiting to lose the 15 pounds, you know, after I had a baby, or I'm just waiting to lose those 10 pounds, you know, cause this job that I have is really stressing me out, but I'm just waiting to lose them. And, and you're going to be waiting forever. And so I, I just want people to understand that, like just being kind with our bodies and being like, not talk and not look at ourselves from a negative point of view, because we are just perfect exactly the way we are. And it starts within ourselves and it starts within how we view ourselves and our self-perception. And so once we can get past that part, um, I, it, I, in another, no, I really admire people who don't talk bad about their bodies. Cause I mean, we all do, we all like, there's always something, there's always like that one thing, like, Oh, like I'm just a little heavy today or, Oh, I don't like this part of my body. And, um, 
and I have had, I, I, I will be honest, there's only one client. There's only one client that I've ever had in my lifetime that has never said anything about her body. And um, she was not the ideal weight and she was not the perfect size, but I, it always like, I was always just like, wow, she doesn't talk negative about herself because she has accepted herself. But I almost feel like, like it's this like thing that we have to say about ourselves. Like we have to put ourselves down and we don't, we don't have to put ourselves down. Like if we can just not talk bad about ourselves and not talk bad about our bodies and just understand that they are perfect exactly the way they are. Let's start there first. And then we can move on to creating a closet that has like good basics, like just very well-rounded basics. Like you want the tops, you want the bottoms, and it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I have to have all these suiting jackets and I have to have, you know, dresses and this whole array of things. Like just clean it out first, clean out your closet, get rid of things that no longer serve you. Have If you haven't worn it, if it's anything from high school, if it's anything from college, if you haven't worn it in the past five years or even a year, you want to get rid of it. And you want to just start filling your closet up with simple basics, just tops, simple tops, simple bottoms, and um, choose a color palette. Uh, stay within that color palette that it's going to allow you to mix and match everything together. So that way, when you're getting dressed, you don't have to worry about what's going to go with what. And then from there on, then once you have your basics, your classics, your um, staple pieces, then you can start focusing on bringing in some colored and some fun and some some crazy stuff to mix in and and then make sure that it all goes together. When you are going shopping, when don't just grab what you think looks good on the rack um, or what is in style. When you grab something, ask yourself like what does this go with the things that I already own? Like, how can I style this? How can I wear this? Or what, what can I wear this with, with the items that I already have at home? Because a lot of people want to buy this like fun, colorful dress, but they don't have the shoes to match it. And then they don't know what to accessorize it with. And then it'll just sit in their closet forever. They're like, well, I don't know what to wear with it. And so when you go shopping, just make sure that you are buying pieces that you know exactly how you're going to style it and that it's going to go along with the color palette within your closet. And um, just don't buy things that are just trendy either. Um, if it's something that's just, you know, trends are moving so fast nowadays, they have been faster than ever before. I have never seen them move this fast. It's like one thing, one thing, one day, one thing's in, and then the next day it's out. Um, and I don't follow trends. I working in retail for a really long time. I really, I really learned how to create a keen eye for things that are going to last a really long time and just creating a classic neutral style. And then over time, then you can add those fun, colorful pieces, but just focus on creating this classic style. That's going to last, last the test of time. It's going to, it's going to, last year a really long time and quality over quantity. So it's not about having the most things in your closet, but having things that you can wear for a longer time. So if you buy something, buy something a little bit, that's a higher quality. So it can last you for a really, really long time and pieces that you can pull out, you know, um, a year from now and, and be like, like, it's still good and you can still wear it. I haven't gone shopping in a really long time. And my friends, every time I pull something new out, they're like, oh my gosh, that looks so good. And I'm like, oh, I've had this for many years. That's because throughout time, I'm a stylist. So I've developed this like closet that has that fits my lifestyle. And I and I have things that are going to go with whatever like I I'm really prepared for whatever event or whatever thing that I need to go to that comes my way because I created a closet that is very well-rounded and that has everything. Like I'll have that little black dress. So if I'm ready, if, if all of a sudden I go on a date, I already have something to wear. And so focus on creating a closet that you love and that represents the best version of yourself. <clears throat> and also get to know yourself, like really get to know who you are as a person. Um, and I think that takes a lot of like self-love and time and dating yourself and getting to know yourself on a deeper level um 
being inspired by things and people and and kind of kind kind of creating this image in your head of like who do I want to become? How do I want to show up and 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 who is this person that I want to be and kind of creating this avatar of yourself and do and 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 sticking to that. And I think it's really important to have this image in your head of like your best version and then staying true to that plan. Um, create a vision board of the style and people that inspire you, women that inspire you, and and just focus in on that. And throughout time, you get to know and build this closet and you get to build your character and build this woman that is of your highest self and that is of of like this character that you created within yourself. And so um yeah, I hope like that's where that's where I would start. <laughs> These are such great suggestions. I know I'm going to take a few of those. And I really want to circle back to the point of you saying out of all, I'm assuming you've worked with hundreds of women, maybe thousands at this point, and that only one out of all of them did not criticize or talk bad about their body when they were working with you. And that is just so telling one, for us to not get too down on ourselves for when we do have that self-talk, because this is not just our fault. Like we are immersed in a society that puts so many pressures upon women to look a certain way. Um, and then two, to, to really notice when we are having these thoughts, either out loud or internally, and to shift our mindset around that and to like you had mentioned you know show ourselves more self-love more give ourselves great some grace some patience some when we look back in 10 years from now we're gonna say how beautiful and you know how wonderful we were then and now we're just in a different space um and the same body that might not look the same and this is a privilege really because if we're aging we're changing, but it means we're not dead. And so, you know, <laughs> how do we work? Like, that's my background is in aging and longevity. And so, you know, living and aging is a privilege that not everyone has. And so how do we let that be dynamic? True. The person we're becoming, like, it's almost, there's never one place we get to, right? Because as we arrive then something else might happen and now our style changes or our thoughts change and to not be so resistant of well this is how it used to be or this is how how I I used to look or well okay fine let's appreciate that and now let's appreciate where we are right in this moment and so I guess my question is do you have you had any or I'm sure you have but when people are resistant like, are there tools, mindset tools that you use around this shifting the internal thoughts or being a little more brave or courageous or risk taking? Or is it just kind of you, you let them kind of sit in whatever these thoughts are. And then when they're ready, they come back to you. I would say a little bit of both. Um, there are some people that are not necessarily ready they say that they're ready, but they come and we do the shopping and they're just like, Oh, I don't know if I look good in that, or I don't know. I don't know. And, and they're hesitant to everything. And I know that they're not ready because there's still a lot of work to be done within them. And that's okay because we all have our own paths. Um, and then there are people who really, really want it. And, and what I say to those people is, and I just made a post about this is, um, is, step out of your environment because we, we are a product of our environment. And so if we're wearing the same makeup and we're, we're wearing the same clothes and we have the same, if we have had the same hairdo for the past 10 years, why don't we just switch one of those things up? Like, let's go buy, like, let's go switch up your makeup. Maybe we're not wearing the right products because our skin changes over time. Or how about trying a new hairstyle? Like, let's change up your color 
um, trying a, a different color lipstick, like a red lipstick is like one of those things that's like very bold. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm stepping outside my comfort zone. I don't know about this, but it's just changing up your environment slightly to try different things and see how you feel. And so I always like to kind of start there because it is kind of scary. You know, I had a, I had a client who would always wear just like really long, mumu-ish dresses because it was comfortable and she's just like well this is just easy and I just if I can just throw this on and I can just go out you know and and there were something that like my grandma would wear you know because it's just easier but you know she's young she's in her 20s and I'm just like but you know there's so much potential down there like you have like you know and and she didn't realize and there's nothing wrong with that like you know if you want to chill like that in your house but when you're showing up for yourself like I get it comfort is good but you can be comfortable, but also look really good. And now she doesn't wear mumu dresses, but, you know, she shows up as her best self. Um, and she didn't realize she was doing it because it was a blind spot for her. And somebody had to call it out. Somebody like, Hey, did you know, by the way, that your whole closet is full of these things and you're wearing that every single day. Um, and sometimes people just don't know what they're doing. We all, a lot of us have blind spots and as a stylist, it's up to me to point th those things out and just be really honest, you know, and, and I'll tell, and I'll let my clients know from the beginning, like, I'm going to be really honest, uh, you know, and, and then I'll ask them, like, do you want the truth? Um, and so it's really just switching up your environment and um, trying new things, trying new things in, in very small doses and in ways that are going to allow you to see yourself different with a new hairdo. Um, and even like for me, I've been, I, I kind of got into a style rut earlier this year and I'm like, okay, what can I do to get myself out of it? And so I connected back with myself by my hair's naturally curly. And um, I have worn my hair straight for the longest time for years, for the last 15 years. And so I decided like, hey, I'm not being like, I'm not feeling like my usual self. I want to really just step out of something. And so I started wearing my, my curly hair again. And it reminded me of that person when I was younger in high school of like everything that I was once was, but also also everything that I still am and that I carry those things with me today. And it connected me back with Candy because people in high school know me as Candy. And so does my family. They know me as Candy. And in my adult life, people know me as Dulce. And it connected me back with Candy. And I had now have merged those two people together. And I and actually my hair was curly right now, but I selected, selected it a bun but I've been wearing my hair curly more often and I am loving it. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I really love this new person, this new persona. And this is very recent. This has been within the recent month and a half. And so I'm really loving this new version of me, but just little things like that, that you, you once hated about yourself or you once thought like, I have to hide this version of me. That's really who you are. And when those, those pieces of you start coming out, you start really start get, you really get to know yourself and it, it's actually who you really are deep down in your core is really beautiful. And back to the body aspect of it. Um, I think, I think, yes, we are conditioned. We are conditioned. We have this like, um, this expectation, you know, people on social media look perfect. And the reality is no, like no, none of us are perfect. Like we all have flaws. And I think that is beautiful when you're able to just show up and not be afraid of that. And I, I really do think that is beautiful. And, and it's very common with women to just say like, and even if we're not trying to talk negative about our bodies, but we'll just say, Oh, well, you know, I have a little bit of cellulite or, or, oh, I need to do this or, or I need to work out or I need to do that. Just being okay with not feeling like you have to live by these societal and society expectations, which at the end of the day is not even real. You know, we have a lot of AI today and, 
And like, there's like characters on Instagram that have like all these followers and like all these like people follow them and they're not even real people, you know? And so our, our, it's just crazy. Like, we're like, why are we even trying to compare ourselves to like these people that aren't even real? And so everything's, everything's brushed up and flawed out, like, like everything's so perfect. And, and the reality is that real life is not perfect. And when we see that and we understand that, then then we get to be who we want to be. And so I hope that answers that question. Yeah, I I love that. And I just, this topic is so important. I, you know, Nicole and I both work in the wellness coaching world and, you know, a lot of women come to us with very different goals. But when I look at women, when I look at their major stressors in life, it's usually one of two things. It's usually financial, regardless of what financial level they are at. And the other one is body image and it's body image masquerading as I want to lose weight. I want more energy, this and that. And when I dig deeper and I say, well, why do you want to lose the weight? Like, what's the underlying thing? I want to feel better about myself. I want to feel more confident. And it's this whole conversation of like, you don't need to be a certain body weight for that to happen. That change has to start internally, like you said. And, you know, I'll, I'll get a little vulnerable and share, share that part of my journey with working with you as my stylist was, it was really eye-opening for me to learn how cruel I was being to myself every day. Like how many of us go to the mirror and we look immediately for the things that aren't perfect. And it was a real journey to start teaching myself to look in the mirror and be like, okay, every day I'm going to say something I love about myself and that's it. And I was amazed at how difficult that was. Like that sounds so simple, but I think a lot of us don't even realize every mirror we glance at. Oh, that's saggy. That's wrinkly. That's a little lumpy. That's a little bumpy. And like that's setting the stage for our entire day. And it's sending this signal to our body of like, oh my God, some, she's not happy about something. Something's bad. Something's not right. Like not feeling safe in our own body. And we're controlling that process with our thoughts. And it's such a simple shift. And if you're listening to this, like, good, great. How the heck is this related to clothes and the topic of this podcast? Like, that's the thing, like mm-hmm. building that confidence, that love in yourself from the inside out, regardless of where you're at in your health journey or, you know, any other journey that you're on, like, why not dress in a way that makes you feel so amazing and so happy? Like, why wait why wait for something that's not not even going to be the thing that guarantee, is guaranteed to give you that confidence boost? Like, I'm sure we've all met women that have lost the weight and they're still not happy because it's not about the weight. It's about these sorts of things, how we view ourselves, that self-expression. I, I love your story about merging candy with Dulce mm-hmm. and like how much of us want that? Like how much of us want to bring that younger version, that inner child forward? with us we forget about that in adulthood yeah. right we stop playing we play dress up as kids and then we stop doing it as adults because somehow it became not appropriate anymore but like that is a way of expressing expressing all of this so i i just think this conversation is so so important and helping women really understand like this is this is one of the big needle movers in this conversation about loving ourselves and building confidence regardless of where you're at you deserve to feel absolutely amazing every day and dressing in a way that helps you express that is a really powerful way to do that. Not something that you should wait for. It's a luxury when you hit some arbitrary goal. It's, it's the here and now, right? It's the present moment. So why should we not just feel amazing all the time? So, oh, so, so, so good for sharing that. Thank you about, about saying something great about yourself because it's so easy to point out all, all of our flaws, like, like everyone, you know, mostly all the women that I style, like, it's just so easy to say, oh, well, this isn't perfect. Oh, well, you know, this, and I struggle with this and that. And, um, I, re- I will never forget one time in retail. Um, I was working at a luxury retail store at Neiman Marcus, and I had this older woman, she was maybe in her eighties come in and I, put her in a feeding room and I gave her clothes and I heard her talking so bad about herself. And this was an older woman and she came out and I mean, she had called herself the B word. She had insulted herself and her body 
And I said, did anything work out? And she's like, I'm just so fat right now. And I'm like, and I thought about her and I'm like, this woman won her entire life. And she wasn't fat. She wasn't fat. That was the, that was the crazy part about it. It was like, oh my gosh, you look amazing for 80. And so she went her whole life having this like expectation of herself that even at 80 years old, that she was still talking so negatively about herself and she was gorgeous. You know, she had the jewelry on and the hair and, and she, you know, she can afford anything she wanted, but it was that one thing. And it made me so sad because how many women have gone through the, their whole entire life, just see, like focusing, you know, on that, on all the thing, parts that they don't like about themselves. So I love that you said like, what, what do I love about myself and how can I, Today, what positive things can I say about me and what I love about myself? And one of the questions in my questionnaire, when somebody wants to work with me, I said, what is your favorite part of your body? What parts do you love to show off? Because that's what I want to focus on. And so this is just a reminder to all the women out there, like, let's start focusing on what we love about our bodies and what are those things that we thought that made us different because it's that one thing that you think that you hated and that made you different that you are going to love when you get to a certain point it's like for me I hated my curly hair you know and now it's just like I love it so much it has connected me to the more softer side of me the more feminine side of me because I've been so in like my masculine and like hyper, you know, work mode for such a long time that I kind of forgot about that version of me who was just a little bit softer and, you know, her curls would just fall naturally. And so it, the, the pieces that I disliked about myself so much, like, for example, like I was, I, I was called candy because a lot of people had a hard time back then. Dulce wasn't a popular name. And so they struggled saying Dulce. And so I would say, oh, just call me Candy. So as I got older, I'm like, oh, no, my real name is Dulce, you know? And so just those things that you thought that you hated about yourself at one point become beautiful because they are unique. They are who you are. And they represent that part of you that makes you, like in my, my case, Dulce, you know, Dulce has curly hair. And so it's, it's so important to focus on the positive things about ourselves. And another thing that I would like to talk about is aging. You know, I know you said that you're an expert in that. It's like right now um, there is the market for women who are older in the modeling world because women are no longer tolerating brands and businesses to show up in a way where they're only representing skinny young models. Now, aging is beautiful. And I have to, and I, and I have styled a couple of women who are like, Hey, I'm, I'm getting into the older, um, aging modeling world. And, and they're in, you know, in their fifties and sixties. And I'm like, yes. And they are so confident. And, and when I show them clothes, they want the see-through stuff. They want the pieces that are taking that bigger risk. And I, and women are realizing that when they get to a certain age, that they no longer want to hide and they're, and they're no longer ashamed of being 50 or 60, you know, and there's this beauty and there's this freedom that comes with that. And so I just want to share how important it is that getting older is something so beautiful and to be celebrated because it's not a privilege that anybody has. Exactly. I love that. I just, I, if you were in person, like I have the biggest goosebumps on my arms and it's not because the air conditioning just kicked in, but um, I, yeah, to see where our society is making shifts around aging is fantastic. And that's a, its own act of radical rebellion. Um, Dulce, can you, we could talk to you and I think we're going to have to have you back on for sure, for sure, because we have so much more to talk about, but we really want to make sure everyone knows how to connect with you. So what's the best way if people want to reach out or follow you, um, where are you at where they can reach you? Um, the best place you can reach me at is Instagram. I'm, I normally hang out on Instagram or, um, TikTok. Um, my username is Dulce Badillo underscore. 
And um, you can schedule um, a call with me on my link. I do free um, style calls to see um, what, what you need and how we can work together. And that's where you can get, you get a hold of me at. Yeah, love that. She has great content too. Um, Thank you. <laughs> been one of my favorite conversations so far. You know, I love you so very much. I uh, love you too. <laughs> Our, our last question that we ask all of our guests, and I, I feel like we've touched on this a couple of points in this episode, but I just want to ask you anyway, if you could give a piece of advice to a younger version of you, uh, what would it be? Ooh, um, you know, we talked about um, how hard we are on ourselves today as women. And at any time I am hard on myself and I am not having a good day or I'm talking or I'm like have a negative feeling day or something is not going my way. I think about my younger self and if she's looking at me at that point in time and if she's standing right next to me, what would she be thinking of me if I was behaving that way? And so um, anytime I, I'm going through a rough spot in life or um, I'm not in a mind space that I want to be, I think about um, that little girl and I, and I say, if she was right here, would I be behaving this way? And how can I influence her and how can I make her happy? And so I think about that often. And also another thing that I would tell her is if, is to stop worrying about what other people think and to stop worrying about how to mesh in and, and be a little bit more myself, be more unique and really speak up. Because as a little girl, I was very afraid to, to speak up and the people that were speaking up weren't making any sense. And what I would have said would have made sense. And so I think that I would have spoken up a lot more because um, I had so much to say and I didn't say it at, back then. Wow. So that's what I would say to my younger self. Oh, we love that so much. We're going to say that to all of our younger selves to speak <laughs> up more. Um, we'll say thank you so much for joining us. This has, has been such an incredible, wonderful, powerful, and so needed conversation and we really truly can't wait to have you back on thank you for having me you guys thank you thank you this podcast is for general information and educational purposes only it should not be considered medical advice and or treatment although we are both doctors we are not medical doctors or your medical doctor what has been discussed should not take the place of your personal medical professional's advice, treatment, diagnosis, or care. If you love this podcast as much as we do, please take the time to subscribe, share, rate, and review. And we'd love if you would follow us over on Instagram. Our handles are at dr.lauradecessoris and at Dr. Nicole Marcioni, or you can just click on the links in our show notes. 